Shalom to all. Today's office is about becoming the Aksadi test. So we are starting Tiny Chasomer Bays on the bottom line with the words Lim Sa'ele. And today's office sponsor, Lila Nishmas, Mars Miram Sar, Basim Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish, Shalmash, and Havanolia, and Lila Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayabela, Basim Yitzchak Tzvi, Hernish, Shalmash, and Havanolia. Now we're in the middle of discussing whether or not Uman Kaina B'Shevach Kli. Does a craftsman acquire the product he created because of the improvement he made? In other words, there are two ways of viewing the following. A craftsman was given raw materials to produce something, and he did so. So when he gets paid, do we say that he's simply receiving wages for the item? produced, or do we say that he was kind of the Kli when he made it, and the one who commissioned him is in some way buying the item from him? So Ravasi had said, Uman kind of B'Shevach Kli. Now the Gemara tells us, let him say, like, let's say this is right for Ravasi. We have Mishle later on that says, Hanus and Semer Saba, person gave wool to a dyer, Tzai Tessamara and the pot with the vat burnt it, Nice and the made Samurai, he has to pay for the wool, and what do we learn from here? The made Samurai and the made Samurai V'Shiv Chayloi. They only have to pay for the wool, but not for the wool and the Shevach, and the improvement that the dye caused in the wool. And Met where it got burnt after the dye already settled into the wall, the Ikashevcha, that means there was Shevach in the wall and improved because the dye already took hold in the wall. And Uman We see that Uman is kind of Shevach Kli because Uman only has to pay for the wall, but he doesn't have to pay for the Shevach because he acquired the Shevach. So Amr Shmuel said, that's not a Raya. Hachamai skin, what are we talking about over here? Where the pot burnt the wall at the time that the dye was setting in, the Lakashevcha, there isn't Shevach yet. The Gemara asks, okay, so what about the other way around? That mean that if it burned the wool after the dye already set in, my what would the halacha be? That he would have to pay him for not only the wool but also the shavach. Well, then perhaps lema shmuel less like ravasi. Let's say that shmuel does not hold a ravasi, and he holds that uman is not kind of shavach kli. However, the gemara says it's not right. Also, shmuel will tell you my skin. What are we talking about over here? Kigai that semer v'samanim the balabayis, where the wool and the dye was owned by the balabayis, but saba agar yadehu deshakel, and the dyer is only getting paid for his work, and he didn't use any of his own materials. And that's why he would technically have to pay for everything. As if that's so, so then what we should have said is that he has to pay for the wool and the dye. Why don't we say that? The Gemara says, right, Shmuel is only being daicha, this potential raya from this Mishnah, and so we don't have a raya either which way. The Gemara attempts another raya, this time a questioner of Asi, trying to prove that Uman is not kind of a Shavach Kli. Tashmay attempted raya. A person gave his garment to a craftsman, Gumray, he finished it, and he notified the fellow that he finished it. Even if it was anywhere from now until 10 days, meaning the craftsman finished it and it was still 10 days and the fellow didn't pay, the fellow who hired the craftsman is not over because of Lysalin. Lysalin is the Isra that you have to pay up right away and you're not allowed the wages to stay overnight. Salon has lost him overnight. And over here, he's not over that it stayed overnight because he never received the garment yet. However, if he gave it to him even halfway through the day, the moment it was Shkia, the moment the sun set, then the person who hired the craftsman is Iver Baltalin. Now we talk about the If you want to say that Uman is kind of am I Iver Baltalin? Why is it that when he received his garment back and he didn't pay him, he's going to be Iver Baltalin? It's like he's buying the item from him, which is what we explained Uman kind of is. And when you buy an item from a person, even if you don't pay him that very same day, you're not Iver. It's only when you're paying a worker wages for something that he did that you'd be Iver Baltalin. And so it must be over here that since we're saying that he's Iver Baltalin, that Uman is not kind of However, Omar of Mari, Bridge of Kahana, that's not a over here, we're talking about a garment comber. They're like a shevcha. There's no shavach because all he does is comb the garment, and it's not like he improved it at all. It's not like there's shavach here that we could say that uman was kind of shavach kli. There was no shavach. But the Gemara is asking. So if at the end of the day, why did he give it to him? Why did Reuven give his garment to Shimon? to soften it. And so when he softened it, that is considered a shavach. So we still could technically say uman kaina or not kind of shavach kli because there was a shavach over here. So Gemara says no. What's all chiddush? 
over here, the Agil Bitashe, where he hired him to press or stamp the garment. Bitsha, Bitsha, Bimasa. For every single stamping, he got paid a certain amount of money. The Hainu Schiros, that's just a classic case of Schiros, where he was hiring to do a particular job, and therefore we're not focusing on the Shabach of the Kli, we're just focusing on the fact that he's a day laborer, and that's why if he doesn't get paid his wages, the person would be over about Salin. And we continue explaining, in that which we had originally thought in this situation, that he didn't hire him to stamp the garment or to press it. This would be right for Rav Sheshes. The woman named Rav Sheshes, they asked the question of Rav Sheshes, of a person contracted to do a certain job, and he wasn't paid that very same day. Is a person who contracted him over Baltolin or not? Rav Sheshes told them that he is over Baltolin, and this is how we understood the Havamina of this case. Gemara says, okay, if that's so, then maybe let's say that Rav Sheshes argues with Rav because Rav would say that Uman kind of a Shavach Kli, and therefore, when the Uman gives the Kli back, it's like he's selling it, and then there would be no Esra Baltolin. However, Amrishul Baracha, he explains that no, that the Kablanus that we could be talking about over here is a person who is sent to deliver a letter, and over here there's no Shavach, it's just a case of Kablanus where the person accepted upon himself that he's going to do X, Y, and Z job. That could be what Rav Sheshes was commenting on, and not necessarily an Uman with Shavach. There's no Raya that Rav Sheshes argues with Ravasi. And now they want to suggest, let's say this is Tanaim, whether or not Uman is kind of a Shavach Kli. Because we have rights that says as follows A woman gave a man who was a jeweler some materials, and she told him as follows, Make me bracelets, nose rings, or rings, and I'll become a Kudeshes to you with that. And the Rasa tells us, The moment that he makes them, she's a Kudeshes. That's what Mayor says. She's not a Kudeshes until money gets to her. Now, my mama, what does that mean, mama gets to her? So, if you want to say that money itself, meaning the gold, for example, that she gave him, only once he turns it into jewelry and then gives the jewelry back to her, she's Mikudashes, and that's according to the Chachamim. Well, Machal of Mayor Savar, that's Mashman the Rav Meir holds, I say Mama Eloi, that even if that money does not reach her, meaning even before he gives her back the jewelry he made for her, she's still Mikudashes. Well, how does that make sense in Rav Meir? El Makacho. So now how is she becoming Mikudashes? He didn't give her anything. So El Apshita, my Mama in Maman Acher. It must be that what does it mean she becomes Mikudashes only once money gets to her? It must be some sort of other money that's being given to her. In other words, according to the Chum, the only way she would be Mikudashes is when he not only gives her back the jewelry, but he also gives her some other money for the Kedushin. Whereas according to Rav Meir, as long as he gives her the finished jewelry, she would be Kudashes with that. Now we're still setting up this case. Visavrua, our Havamina is, the Kuli Alma, everybody hold, Yashal Eschirus, Mitchilavad Saif, that Eschirus is Mitchilavad Saif. What does this mean? So when a person's contracted to do a job, for example, he makes jewelry. So how do we view the Eschirus, the money owed for that job? Do we say that no money is owed the entire time, and it's only once he completes the job, then he deserves his wages? Or do we say that no, Eschirus is Mitchilavad Saif, that the moment he works a pruta's worth of work, he's owed that pruta, and then he works another pruta's worth of work, and now he's owed two prutas, so on and so forth, and then all the way at the end of the job, he's owed the total amount of money. Now, if we view it like that, again, which is Chirs Mitchilavad Saif, that means that when he's being paid his final wages, it's actually like he's being paid a loan that he gave the person who hired him, because as he works that first pruta's worth, he's owed that money. That's a loan. As he works another pruta's worth, he's owed that money, and when he's finally paid, it's like he's being paid this loan. So again, right now we're having is that Schirus is Mitchilavad Saif. And furthermore, the Kuli Alma, everyone holds on Makadish Milva in Mikudashes. That if he tries to Mikadish a woman with a halva'a, meaning if she owes him money, and then he just forgives that halva, she's not Mikudashes. My love, so it must be what are we referring to over here? But Uman kind of Shavach Kli Kamifligi, the Homach like says whether or not an Uman is kind of Shavach Kli. The Rav Meris, however, Mary holds Uman kind of Shavach Kli, that the Uman is kind of Shavach Kli. And therefore, when he gives her back this finished product of the jewelry, she's Mikudashes with it. Because it's like he was kind of it when he turned it from gold into jewelry, and he's able to Mikadish her simply by giving her this jewelry. Rabban Savri and Rabban hold, Ain't Uman kind of a Shavach Kli. And Uman's not kind of a Shavach Kli. 
And therefore, when he gives her back this gold, that's not good enough kiddushin because it's not his, it's really hers. And he also can't just forgive the loan, meaning he can't forgive the wages that he's owed because Mekadosh Milva is in Mekudeshes. And that's why the Chamim said that he also has to give her other money and only then she's Mekudeshes. So Gmar says, that's not a raya, that's not what they're arguing about. Really, we could say that everybody holds that Uman is not kind of Shavachli. So according to Rav Meir, why is she Mekudeshes when she only receives the jewelry from him? Their home is whether or not Schiris is Mitchilvat Saif. Rameir Sav Rameir holds Ain Laschiris El Basaif. That Schiris is only Basaif, meaning he's only owed these wages when he finishes the entire project. And therefore, he can forgive these wages to her, and it's not like he's forgiving a loan. Rabban Saif was the Rabban Hold, Yashal Schiris Mitchilvat Saif, that Schiris is Mitchilvat Saif, and therefore he can't just forgive these wages because that's like forgiving a loan, and you can't be Mikaj for the Milva. Or if you say, alternatively, we could say, the Kuliyam Yashal Schiris Mitchilvat Saif, that everybody holds that Schiris is Mitchilvat Saif, the whole machlekes over here is whether or not a person can be makadosh for the alva. The Rav Meir Sav Rav Meir holds a makadosh for milva mukudashes that if he's makadosh for the milva, she is mukudashes, and therefore even though he's forgiving these wages of his, and those wages are considered a halva, still he can be makadosh with alva. Whereas Rabban Sav the Rabban holds a makadosh milva and mukudashes that if he's makadosh with alva, she's not mukudashes, and that's why he has to give her some other money in order to makadosh her. Tzayitas on based on top, Rav Amar Rav holds the kol yalma yeshla schiras mitchilavad saif that really everybody holds that schiras is mitchilavad saif. And everybody holds if he tries to Mikdash her by forgiving a loan, she's not Mikdashes. And everybody also holds that the Uman is not kind of Shavachli. So, what are we talking about over here? It's where he added on a gemstone of his own. She gave him gold, for example, to make this jewelry for him, and he used his own gemstone and added that for a nice little touch. So, Rav Meir holds Milva Upruta Daita Pruta. Then he's Mikdash her by forgiving a loan, which again over here is the wages that he's owed. And he also gives her a pruta. Over here, the pruta is his gemstone that he added. So her das for the kiddushin is on that pruta, and therefore she's mikdashes. Whereas Rabban Sav, the Rabban hold milva pruta daita milva. The one he's mikdashes with halva and with the pruta, her das is on the halva. In other words, she intends to be mikdashes with the forgiveness of this loan, and therefore she's not mikdashes. And who plug the tanya tanoi? This machlokes Rabban Rav Meir is the same machlokes as the following tanoi. The tanya of a brayso. Let's say a man tells a woman b'schar shasisi imach be mikdashes to me with a schar that I already did this work for you previously and mikdashes. She's not Mekudashes. Let's say he tells her, B'schar she'es se'imach, be Mekudashes to me with a schar that I will do work with you. Mekudashes, she is Mekudashes. Reb Nassan and Reb Nassan says, B'schar she'es se'imach. If he tells her, be Mekudashes to me with a schar that I will do work with you, and in Mekudashes, she's not Mekudashes. The kol she'kein b'schar she'es and for sure if he tries to Mekudashes with a schar that he already did work with her. From Yehudah Nassi, and Reb Yehudah Nassi says, Be'emma Samar Truth, he said, Be'en b'schar she'es se'imach, Be'en b'schar she'es se'imach, and Mekudashes. And both of these will shine ice, whether he tries to Mekudashes with a schar that he already did work with her, or that he will do work with her. In both cases, she's not Mekudashes. However, if he adds on a little bit of his own, so then Mekudashes, she is Mekudashes. And not just to clarify, my being Tanakhama Reb Nasan, what's the practical Nafkamina between the Tanakhama Reb Nasan? The answer is Ikhbanayus The difference is, in the case of Schiros, that he will eventually do for her. According to Reb Nasan, she's not Mekudashes. According to the Tanakhama, she is Mekudashes. And Reb Nasan, Reb Yudanasi, what's the Nafkamina between Reb Nasan and Reb Yudanasi? Ikhbanayus. The difference is, Milvo Pruta, if he's Mekudashes with Halva and the Pruta. According to Reb Yudanasi, your das is on the Pruta. And she is Mekudashes. And again, it's the same Machlex we just had before between Rabban and Rameir in the way Rava explained it. And the Gemara continues with a new thing. Amr Shmuel Shmuel says, If an expert Shaykhet ruined an animal that he shechted, he has to pay. He's a Mazik and a Pesheah. It's as if he was told, Shech the animal over here, and it would be a kosher Shechit if you do so, but he Shechted it over there, where it's a puzzle Shechit, and so therefore this Shechit is Chay for ruining the animal. So the Gemara just asks, Why do we have to emphasize he's a mazik, he's doing a destroying act, and 
that he's a Pasha, he's negligent. What's the purpose in saying both of these statements? And our answer is, yeah, or Maziku, if we just said he was a Mazik, Havamina would think, that he would only have to pay for ruining the animal if he was getting paid to shech the animal. But if the Shechet was shechting the animal for free, loy, I might say that he's not Chayv because he's an Aynas and he's not considered a Mazik. Kamash Mulan, that's what we say, Pashayahu, that he's considered negligent, even if he wasn't getting paid for shechting the animal, he's a Pashaya and he's Chayv to pay for ruining it. However, Israel Khamabagri Shmuel, he asked the following question. We have a memory on Tabach. If a person gave an animal to a butcher, meaning to a Shaykhet, Vinivla, and he made him to an Avela, he did a non-kosher Shechita, so Uman, Pater. If this fellow was an expert Shaykhet, he's Pater. But Hedyait, Chayv. If he wasn't an expert Shaykhet, he's Chayv for ruining the animal. But if he was paid to Shechet, Ben Hedyid, Ben Uman, Chayv. Whether he was a non-expert or he was an expert, he's Chayv for ruining it. So we clearly see that if he's an Uman and he's not getting paid, he's not Chayv for ruining the animal. Whereas Shmuel seemed to say that he is Chayv for ruining the animal. So Amalei Shmuel told him, your brain should become fuddled. Literally, this means your brain should be dirty. Meaning, what are you asking me? And then also, Umer Abanan, one of the Rabbanan came along, commissively, he asked him the same question, and Armalei Shmuel told him, Now you're going to get what your friend just got. What am I telling you, Reb Meir? I'm telling you, Allah Kontra Meir. Become Rusuli Rabbanan, and you're asking me a question from the Rabbanan? Why were you Medaik based off of what I said? Shani Aymer, I said, He's a Mazak, he's a Bashayah. It's as if he was told, Shechted over here, and it's going to be kosher, and he shechted over there where it's not kosher. Now, man is lehai svaro. Who holds it this far, says Shmuel? Rameir. Rameir holds it. Domer who said, me that this fellow should have paid attention and he should have been aware of what he was doing. And since he wasn't paying attention and he wasn't careful, that's why he's chayyim. And so I'm telling you, a member of Rameir, don't be asking a question on me from the Rabbanon. Now we just explore, hey Rameir, where did Rameir say this that a person has to pay attention? And if he's not careful enough, he's chayyim. Ile Mahar Rameir, if you want to say it's the following Rameir, and Kofalamanun is a simon, we're going to try to bring Rayos from something that has to do with a kuf, something that has to do with a lamin, and something that has to do with a nun. Then on our first attempted raya is, we have a mission that says, kashru, that's the kuf, kashru ba'al v'maisiro, if the owner tied the animal with the rain, v'nal b'fan of karai, where he closed the door properly, v'yatz v'hezek, and went out undamaged, b'en tam b'en muad chayiv, whether it's a tam or a muad, he's chayiv, divra mayor, that's the mayor's opinion. And so maybe this is where our mayor says that he's chayiv. We say that's not a raya because hasam b'kroi pligi, over there, there's just a machlekes and psukim had a darshan. So we suggest al har of mayor, maybe it's the following mayor of a mayor. Titnan, litzvaya, that's a lamid of the kuf lamin nun, if Reuven gave Shimon wool to dye red and he dyed it black, or to dye black and he dyed it red, Rameir 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 says, he has to pay for the wool. Well, that's not the case we're talking about either because over there he burned it and that's why he would be chayv. So the El Har of Meir, it's the following of Meir. Denan, the proper gears is really Detanya. We have Brysa, Nishbar Kadai, if a person's kad, if his pitcher broke in the Shusarabim, Velay Silka, and he didn't remove it, Nafla Gamalai, Velay Amida, if his camel fell and he didn't stand it up and someone else got damaged on one of these things, Rameir Rameir holds chayv bin his gun, that the owner of the camel or of the pitcher is chayv the nezik that they cause, or chayv marim l'cham hold, Come on, and how do we establish that brayso? That they're arguing in niskal pasheya. That if a person trips, is he considered a pasheya? In other words, what happened over here? A fellow's walking along the way. He tripped over his own feet, and because of that, the pitcher that he was holding broke, and someone got damaged on the pitcher. Or he tripped, and his camel tripped over him, and someone got damaged on the camel. So even though the fellow himself was a niskal, he tripped. Rav Meir says he's a pasheya. It's his fault. He should have paid attention, and that's why he's chayev. 
And this is the memory of Meir, that a person should pay attention, and if he's not careful enough, he's chayev. And that's what Shmuel is talking about, that if you go to an expert shaykhet, and he shechts an animal, and he ruins it, he's chayev, even though he wasn't getting paid for it, because he should have paid attention to what he was doing. Everything you talk about is, An expert shaykhet that ruins shechita is chayev. Even if he's an uma, like the expert shaykhet of Tzipayri, and you would say he's 100% honest if he ruins it, still he's chayev. Ask the word, does Rechon really say that? There's a story that came from Rabbi Yechanan in the Shul of Ma'ain. And he told the fellow, the Shaykhet, Go bring a raya that you're an expert for shechting chickens, which means that you're a top expert Shaykhet, but after Rachan, then I'm going to patter you. So we see that Rabbi Yechanan does patter an expert Shaykhet if he messes up, because it's an Aynas. The Gemara says, like, Hashem, there's no problem. One's talking about where he was shechting for free, so then he's patter. Whereas the other one's talking about where he was shechting for schar, so then he would be chayev, even if he's an expert. It's like what said. If a person wants that the shaykh should be chayev if he ruins the shechita, so he should pay him a dinner for his wages. Now he's considered working for wages, and therefore, even if the shaykh messes it up by accident, he would be chayev for that. But now we have a question on this. Maybe we have a breast that says as follows If a person brought his wheat to the grinder to grind for him, and he didn't soak them in water first, and he turned them into two different types of bran, and this is because soaking them removes the bran from the actual kernel. And since he didn't soak them, when he ground them into flour, he had fine flour mixed with bran, and that's no good, obviously. Or he brought flour to the baker and he ended up making crumbly bread, which is no good. Or he brought an animal to the butcher of a nivla and he turned it into nevela. It was a bad shechita. Chayiv. All these people are chayiv. That's because like he's getting paid and he's chayiv for such einsin. Now, what do we see from here? Since the Lushan of the Brisa is that he's kinnais is sachar, somebody who's like he's getting paid, that's mashma, even though he's not getting paid, he's still chayiv. And that's not like we just said, that it's only if he's getting paid, then he's chayiv for einsin. So Gemara says it's not a question. Ema, the way we should really understand the Braisa is, it's because he is getting paid. Not because it's like he's getting paid, but he actually is getting paid, and that's why he's chai for an Inus that happens. But if he's not actually getting paid and he's doing it for free, so he wouldn't be chai for an Inus that happened. Now we have a story over here. There was a Magraima that came in front of Rav. Now what's Magraima? So this is Allah that has to do with Shechita, when the majority of the Shechita was done properly, but although at the end he pressed down on the animal's neck, and that's Machalikas Chachamim, and Rabbi Yassi, Rabbi Yehuda, whether or not it's kosher. The Chachamim say that such Shechita is possible, even though the majority of it was done in a proper way, whereas Rabbi Yassi, Rabbi Yehuda holds that it is a kosher Shechita. So this question was brought in front of Rav, and Tarfei, he trafed it up, he said it's possible Shechita. And he patted the butcher, the Shechit, from paying for messing it up. Now, Begoy Be'er of Kana Rav Asi, who Gavra, Rav Kana Rav Asi bumped into this fellow that had this Den Taira. Amrulay, they told him, Rav Tarti. Rav did two things for you. Now, my Tarti, what are these two things that Rav did for him? Elim, if you want to say, Tarti Ligriusa, that they were telling him that Rav did two bad things against him, Dibayalach Shure, that really he should have been Machshed Shechita, Kerbiyas Reb Yehuda, like Kerbiyas Reb Yehuda. However, Vitarfe Karabanan, he trafed it up like the Rabbanan trafed it, or he should have passed like the Rabbanan, that he should have been Machai of the Shechet for ruining it, and he should have had to pay you. And those are the two things that were telling him the Rav did for him. Well, Mishar, the Memorki Agavna, is it even permitted to say such a thing? Vatani, we've brass that says, when a person leaves the Din Yoimar, one of the Dayanim should not tell him, Ani I really want to judge favorably for you. But my friends, my colleagues, the other judges, they were the ones that were Machai of you. What can I do? Because my friends are more than me, and we always have to go bust a rive, and that's the only reason why you lost the case. But really, I would have paskin for you. While Zanamra, in such a situation, it said, that somebody reveals a secret is a reichel, he's a peddler, and this is called rechilos. So obviously, Rav Khan or Rav Asi weren't telling him that Rav did him a disservice by passing against him. El rather, Tarti Lamal Yusa, it must be they were telling him that Rav did two things for his good. Number one, that he made sure that you did.
didn't eat Suffolk Esser. And furthermore, Obenachem Suffolk Zela, he withheld you from Suffolk Zela because it's possible that the Shaykhet is not Chayv to pay you, and therefore he wasn't Machayv the Shaykhet to pay you money because then you might be Ivor on Suffolk Zela. And we continue discussing another situation where an expert might be Chayv for messing up in his expertise. Itmar will say it as follows Hamar Dino Shulchani, a person shows a coin to a money changer and he wants to know if this is a valid coin, could it be used, or maybe it's counterfeit. And the money changer tells him, yeah, it's not a problem, it's perfectly fine. Vinimtsara, but afterwards it turns out that it's bad, and now this guy has to cough up some more money from his pocket. So Tani Chadwe Wombras that says, Uman Potter Hadyat Chayev, that if this money changer was an expert, he's Potter, and he's not held responsible for this bad advice. Whereas if he's a Hadyat, he's not an expert, he's Chayev for it. Whereas with Tani Itachim, another brass that says, Bain Uman Bain Hadyat Chayev, the whether this money changer was an expert, or if he was just a novice, in both these cases, he's Chayev to pay for this bad advice that he gave. Now Omar Papa, Papa says, Kitani Uman Potter, why do we say that a Uman is Potter for giving bad advice? Kigan, for example, Dan Kuv Isser, these are the names of two people, they don't have to learn anything. They're such experts that they have nothing more to learn in the craft. And therefore, if they mess up, it must be some sort of fluke and they're not chai for that. But any other type of money changer that messes up, if they're any less of an expert than Danku and Isser, even if they're a pretty big expert, they're still chai to pay for their bad advice. Ask the Gemara, so El Maito, if you're saying they're such big experts, how do they mess up? The answer is, they messed up with a brand new coin, that at that very moment, it was minted, and therefore they weren't experts in this new coin because it literally just came out of the press. It was freshly minted. The government took all the other coins out of circulation and this one was just put in. And therefore, even they, these great experts, Danku and Isser, couldn't have been experts in this brand new coin that was just put into circulation. And that's how they messed up. And now we have a story about this. Ahi Itza, there was a woman, she showed a dinner to Rebchia asking him if it's good and if it could be used. Amalai told her, it's Beseder, not a problem, you could use it. The next day she came in front of him, and she told him, I showed it to the person for Amalai and they told me that it was no good, and they didn't allow me to use it, and therefore I had to cough up more money, and because of that, I lost out. Rav, told Rav, who's his nephew in charge of his financial affairs, go switch it out for her, and write in my ledger, Din Bish. This Asek, this business deal, was no good. This is a fluke, this was bad for me. Why is it that Danku and Isser would be potter in these cases, because they don't have anything else to learn, and if they made a mistake, it must be a fluke, and therefore they're not chayv to pay. Or also, he's on the same level of Dan Kuhneser, and he doesn't have anything else to learn in regards to money, and he was an expert, and him making a mistake over here must have been a fluke, so he shouldn't have had to pay her. Why did he pay her for this mistake that he made? Sigmar says, Rebchia acted beyond the letter of the law, and you write al piyadin, he did not have to reimburse her for her loss. And how do we know that a person should act the Pasuk says, Let's just read the part of the Pasuk that we're going to be darshaning. So what does mean? This referring to which is Talmud Torah, meaning you should notify people and teach them Torah. What's that referring to? This is talking about doing chesed. What's that referring to? It means going. To be gerchem, to visiting sick people. What's that referring to? That's talking about burying people who died. What's this Maisa referring to? That's proper judgment. That's acting even Lefinim Yishurasadin, and that's what Rebchia did. And again, not that he had to reimburse her for a loss, but since he wanted to act Lefinim Yishurasadin, that's what he gave her the money she lost out on. We're going to stop her for the day and pick up tomorrow with another story. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.